This legit list is powered by flex chargers. Hey everyone, this is a special thing we like to call JIT List, where we cover all things 2017. And in this legit list, we're going to go over our top five movies of the year, along with our top five songs, top five songs, and, and our favorite top Rihanna moments of 2017. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's start off with the movies of. All right, so I'm going to say this because I know you're going to say it, but I want to beat you to it. Okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> it. it. It was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> it was um, the first movie, this first horror movie that I've seen in years in theaters. And I give it five out of five cats. <laughs> it gets five out of five cats? Yes, yes. Oh, well, I'm Pennywise the dancing clown. And um, it was entertaining. It was funny. It was terrifying. It was suspenseful. Uh, it was thought-provoking. It was great. You know, if, if I I thought we were doing like a top five, like in order. I was gonna say it was it was my number one movie this year. Um, incredible movie. It brought back the horror genre to places that it hasn't been for in years. Like. Honestly, it was incredible. What yeah. made it what made it stand out for you so much? Um, the fact that they were able to take well, first of all, it was a a uh, reboot to a classic, right? That that not only did well, but it probably did better than the classic version of it. And also, um, the fact that it was like mixing in uh, um, the nostalgic factors between what the kids were wearing to like. Things like like you know they they had like the they showed like the the um the letters on like the movie theater where it was like um they were showing Batman in the movie theaters like the original Batman movie so I mean it, it was it was a lot of things that brought it into into place well first of all the kids the kids acting was incredible and um also the guy that played Pennywise like he's really dope he's tight he killed it he has a really creepy face when he makes the Pennywise face yeah. He like completely transforms to a different person. Uh, so do you have a you, do you have another top movie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <coughs> before it came out, um, my pick for movie of the year was Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Really? Baby Driver was incredible. Incredible. Still haven't seen it. Yo, this view thing is hilarious. Um, nah, it, Baby Driver was funny. It was the soundtrack was great. Um, the cast was incredible. Um, you know, problematic Kevin Spacey did a really did a really good job in his role. Yeah, pre uh, all the news about Kevin Spacey, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, he he crushed that role. Like the movie is is phenomenal. Like I I I went to the movie theater like twice to watch it. Like it was it was great. Oh, well, perhaps I shall watch it, but my other top movie. Wait, hold on. What? Hold on. what? You, you, gave, you gave it five out of five cats. I gave Baby Driver five out of five savages. <laughs> um, 
So another five out of five cats would have will have to go to obviously get out. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that. Honestly, I thought you were gonna say get out before it. Well, I wanted to beat you to it, so gotcha. <laughs> um I think get out was I guess you know what? Would you classify it as a horror movie? No. Okay. I, I get why I get why people did because it's it's like a lot of really horror things that happen, but um it, it, in a lot of ways the movie was also a satire too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so it was like a thriller satire. It was, it was a lot of things. Yeah, thriller satire. It'll be, it'll be a good one. Um but that also was like so many details, just so much symbolism happening in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, from you know, there are just so many layers. I, I don't know if I should say any spoilers because it's at the same time. It's like if you haven't seen it. Yeah, who hasn't right. seen that movie yet? Okay, for example, when he is trapped to the chair and he's trying to he's trying to get out and he's strapped on there, but he's like picking at the couch, the cotton. It's mm-hmm. supposed to signify when you know slaves have to pick cotton. Yeah, yeah. That's it, one of the things. It's just crazy. It's so much. It's so much into that movie. It's just crazy. And like, you know, you find yourself rooting for certain characters, and then like at the end, you end up hating them. Like honestly, like there was a point. There was a like the trailers were a little misleading. You know what I mean? Like when you're watching the trailers for the movie, you kind of think that that his girlfriend was like on his side. But you know, we all know how that how that went. But I always, I never trusted that bitch. <laughs> So I'm very aggressive. Um, this is what happens when I'm sick. I just, you know, no bullshit right now. Yeah, no bullshit. No bullshit. So do you get, so, you get the five out of five cats? Oh, yeah. Five out of five cats for sure. <clears throat> um, another movie that was great was Moonlight. It, it made me cry. Moonlight came, Moonlight came out this year? Well, it got... Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, you can't do one light. I can't. No, okay, you know Oh, it was in the Oscars this year because yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind. All right, you go. All right. So another movie that gets five out of five savages is War for the Planet of the Apes. All right. So this rebooted franchise from uh, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and now War of the Planet of the Apes. It's probably the greatest reboot of a franchise I've ever done. Like it's it's incredible. The story is amazing. It's a great way to end to end the trilogy. It's they're probably not going to do anymore, and it, they they finished it properly. Um, cinematically, it was amazing. Woody Harrelson like was a great villain in the movie. Um, yeah, I recommend it if you haven't seen it yet to watch it. It's incredible. Um, I haven't. And I will take that recommendation. And uh, my my other top movies are movies that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just so fucking excited to see it because there's been a lot of buildup. Yeah. Um, one of them is Star Wars, which is coming out soon. Uh, duh. <laughs> the Last Jedi. And then the other one is The, the Disaster Artist. Um, Starring James Franco and Seth Rogen, and it's about it's supposed to be like a documentary about The Room. Have you seen the movie? The Room. Uh, I, I'm excited for this disaster artist because I'm actually a fan of The Room. Yeah, me, me 
too. Actually, you know the rule. Um, and I've seen like clips of James Franco dressed as Tommy Wiseau and like acting as him, and he has the he has the voice spot on. The makeup is incredible, and so I just I can't wait to see it. I think it comes out next week. Oh hi, Mark. So yeah, uh, the reviews are great. The reviews really? are fantastic. Yeah. They're yeah. saying they're saying that it's like a perfect movie and all that. So like I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other movies? So again, this one gets four point five out of five savages, and that's Spider-Man: Homecoming. The only reason why I don't give it five, the only reason why I don't give it five, is because um, I could have done a little different with some of the cast members. Like threw me a little bit off, but. Overall, the movie was great. It was fantastic. It was a great way to reboot it. They had a little bit of a teaser with uh, Donald Glover in the movie. Um, they they te- they teased a, a potential growth in the story with uh, introducing Mary Jane in the last scene. Uh, when I introduced it, but revealing who Mary Jane is in the last scene, um, it was a great, fantastic movie. Um, the guy, Tom, uh, Tom Holland, I think that's his name, the guy that plays Spider-Man, is a great Spider-Man, probably the best since Tobey Maguire, because I didn't like Andrew Garfield. Huh. So, yeah. I mainly wanted to see it because I still haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it for his best friend. He's that Asian kid. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> he, he was good. He was good. He was good. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, it's been on my list, but I'm gonna watch this soon. Uh, should be dive into music. I'm gonna have one more. Okay, um, one more. Okay, what? Yeah, Dunkirk. Dunkirk gets a 10 out of 10. Now, okay, you didn't just change your rating system. I changed my rating system. Now, personally, personally, because of how much it meant to me, right? The movie It, like, I would still rank it higher because I've been waiting for years, years for them to make that movie. You know what I'm saying? But, like, actual cinematically, Dunkirk was, is probably. The best movie I've seen in years. Like it just—it's a beautiful movie, beautiful wow. movie. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Like Christopher Nolan, the director, is my favorite director, and like he does such a good job. It's incredible. Wow, ten yeah. ten out of ten savages. Ten out of ten savages. If it wasn't for it, it would be the movie of the year to me. Wow. All right, now top song slash albums. Oh wait, wait, wait! We we gotta do two. We gotta do two lists if we're doing that, right? Okay. <laughs> All right, let's let's run. Let's, let's do let's do albums first. Okay, so obviously, I mean, I'm pretty sure next year he's just gonna sweep all the Grammys. To be honest, Kendrick Lamar, damn. You think he's gonna sweep? I I mean, for the most part, yes. It's there are a lot of really good nominees though. Especially, I mean, obviously there's like Jay Z and stuff, but um, but I think yeah. I I mean, I I remember. Wait, <laughs> I don't know if I want to go too much into Grammy talk because I know I want to talk about that closer there. But um, you know, I know that uh, like Migos for when it came to the rap songs, like you have mm-hmm. that bougie, that would be a really interesting, that's a good contender, but humble. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's like, I don't know. It's hard to like go against. It was such Kendrick. a big song. It was a, it was a huge song. Which one humble? 
Humble. Humble was a really big song. And the music video was amazing. It's just all around like a great, great uh, production. Now um, I'll say this. I'll say this. I think I think Ken Kendrick, you know, he dropped an amazing project, right? Yeah. He dropped an amazing project, but to me personally, like it's been a slow year for hip hop when it comes to when it comes to project quality. Besides Kendrick and besides Jay Z, there's not that many albums that came out this year from on a hip hop note that's that's worth even talking about. I know people were talking about um, Jay Cole's album and Big Sean's, um, and I really like Migos. Migos dropped Culture also. True, and also you have a really great album which I was about to go into. Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. Would would you count that, or is that more of a like? I count it. It's definitely rap, but again, to me, to me personally, it doesn't. It doesn't have a lot of life, a lot of life to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) damn, damn, does like we can still listen to find a new song to make a single out of damn. You know what I mean? Maybe you know it's because Rihanna's on there. But no, I mean it's it's been a great year for music overall. Sid, Sid dropped a great project. Mm-hmm. Daniel Caesar dropped a great project. Yeah, I know, and he's nominated yeah. too. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Sampha, uh, Khal- uh, Khalid. He's also it's a been, nominee. It, it's been a huge year for R and B. SZA. I was just going to say SZA. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a huge year for R and B. Probably the best year for R and B that there's been in years. And I was going to say, um, Crew was probably one of my favorite songs of the year, a.k.a. the body roll anthem of summer 2017, Crew by Goldlink. <laughs> hey, nice to meet Every time that part comes on, I'm immediately, my face just like scrunches up into a stink face. I can't help it. Yeah? <laughs> yes. You stink face it out. But, um, yeah, so... It's been a, it's been a lot of good projects, you know. Uh, my personal favorite for the year, is Sam Smith's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, crying. I, it's not even about that. It's, it's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. Miguel I, Miguel just dropped a great one. Um, Sabrina Claudio Nav. It's been a lot of good projects that came out this year. Yeah, um, I think I actually just finally checked out flower boy because i'm slow as fuck but um it's a it's really great it just um i was also really impressed by the album cover and how well it matched the sound of the of the song as a as the album as a whole really yeah um it's uh tyler he's like looking on to this like field of flowers and there's like these giant bees just kind of like surrounding him but in a nice way and when you're listening to it it feels like it's very um, calming, and you feel like, you know, when you're looking at a sunset, that's what it, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, that's how I describe it. But um, I think an album that I think is really underrated, and you're gonna judge me, is Two Chains, Pretty Girls Like Trap. No, that's not that's not underrated. That's, that was a good album. That was a good album. So was Issa by uh, Twenty One Savage. Those are the two albums that did really well. Just like for a whole album purposes, like it's just not. Doesn't doesn't live long for me, you know. Uh, and then ASAP Ferg's album was good, but he it kind of flopped too. But um, flopped, yeah. In terms of songs, though, um, what would you point out as notable songs for the year? Oh, see, 
Mm, that's tough. That's tough. Um, all right, what are we doing? Five. Let's do. Let's do three. That would make it easier. Three for each song of the year. So not our personal favorite. What we think is a song of the year. Well, actually, it might be the same if we if we're doing yeah if we're doing it that way. I mean, obviously, could you want me to just name it? Go ahead. What I think. Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. Despacito. Uh huh. And it would probably be humble or something. Or yeah, humble. Nah, no way. <laughs> you don't think that's so? where you lost me. It, it the last slot, it's it's like a flip. It's either wild thoughts or it's unforgettable. Oh no, those you're two, right. You're right. I forgot about those two are bigger. And we're not even like thinking about um pop music or anything like that. <laughs> we're not considering that right now because then that's a whole even more of a discussion to have. But I mean, no, let's talk about what pop songs are bigger than those. I mean, it's going to be like the Chainsmokers and Taylor Swift. Oh, the Chainsmokers. But yeah. the Taylor, Taylor Swift doesn't have a single that's bigger yet. You don't think Look What Me You What You Made Me Do? Is nah, because because uh, like those songs that we mentioned had like a year-long long, uh, impact. You know what I'm saying? But probably Closer yeah. by the Chainsmokers. Cl cl closer um, for sure. Closer for sure, yeah. Um. But that came out in 2016, though. Oh, well, they have a song with Coldplay that's been playing a lot on the yeah. radio. Um, yeah, probably one of those. And then, um, All right, but so you're right. Your, definitely your, personal, your personal favorite top three. Um, oh, man. Okay, well, Arl Grime, <laughs> he came out with a song. And, like, it's... Every time he puts out something, uh, my favorite is actually Era, not the big song that he had with Miguel. But yeah, um, it's there's one called Era, and he doesn't put out a lot of songs very frequently. So when mm -hmm. he does put out something, it's fucking like just so exciting, and I loved it. It was great, and um, so that's one of them. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Crew because it's cool seeing listening to Gold Link on the radio, and it's a banger too. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> And um, oh my third one. This is hard. Um, hmm. Did you know that Fergie came out with a new song? I did not know that. I did not know that. I had no idea. Yeah, but it's not my third one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I could. That's too much pressure. What are yours? Um, it'll be "What Wanted You" by Nav and Little Uzi. Um, damn, this is difficult. I'm not yeah, it's really it. hard. Um, I kind of want to go on Spotify and just see like what I listen to the most this year. I can't go by that. Um, damn. Uh, <laughs> see, you don't want to put yourself through that. Wait, no, Passion Fruit by Drake. Really? Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. What about oh. the song with him and um, uh, Party Next Door? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Can't do that. Um, and then for the last one... Oh, man. I, I'm ashamed of myself for not even saying this first. <coughs> um, El Papel Part 2 by Romeo Santos. Nice. Um, but 
going back to Wild Thoughts. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wild Thoughts is in your top three? Uh, maybe my, my top ten. I mean, I got it definitely got played out for me, so it's like I can't um, say that, like, it's my top three. But um, we got to just, you know, knowing this is our podcast and everything, we have to talk about Rihanna's top moments. Yes, let's do it. And actually, this list is really easy to create because <laughs> Rihanna has just been getting better every year, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and all right, I'll save that one for later, but let's start off with the Met Gala and crop over festivals, just her outfits, right? She, she killed it. Killing it. Killing it. You know, she could show up to this event in this literal piece of art and um but also show up in a different version of art where it's like completely you know she can do everything get a girl that can do both and then yeah. um three or two thick rihanna <laughs> yes that, that should have been number one to be real <laughs> um as oh many God. people have noticed rihanna uh has been she's a little thicker nowadays and i would I don't even say that. she just looks good she looks good. Yeah, and she also had like a quote about how, you know, she has a fluctuating body type where maybe some weekends she feels a little bigger, or some days she feels thinner, and like she just kind of like rocks, she rolls with it, you know, like she'll wear something looser where on the, this week, or she'll wear something tighter the next week, but she's she, she works with it. So um, I respected that. Um, another thing. She got Harvard's Humanitarian of the Year because of her charity work. Already know she's killing it in the charity game too. She's a good person, you know. She does a lot of charity work though. Um, she also wrapped in lemon with NRED's comeback. <laughs> it's a trash song. It's a oh, I will admit, I mostly just like it just for her part. So bad, like whatever. Yo, Whatever. Did, did you hear that new single that they dropped with Future? Oh, I did. God, so I listened terrible. to it, and it was. I asked. I I asked Matt to put it on, and I felt bad that I asked him Yo, to put it on. This, this NERD album is about to be garbage juice. About <laughs> to be garbage juice. Yeah. I can't wait till the internet says that it's good, so I can laugh at them for being liars. Yeah, I did not enjoy that one, but I do like Rihanna rapping in that song. Um, she was also number the number one artist in pop songs on the billboard charts for um like the longest running uh <coughs> well, let me get the actual thingy uh she's the number one rihanna rules is number one artist in pop charts pop songs for um the, it's 25 year history so ever since this chart has been going on for 25 years and she is you know she ranks at the top for most played songs each week on pop radio. Yeah, Rihanna. eat that, Britney Spears. Oh. <laughs> no, I, but that's not surprising because she's on so many different songs. Like, she has her own music, but also she's featured on, you know, Kendrick Lamar's music, on Calvin Harris's music, on Drake. Nick Hallett with Drake. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, another thing is um, she was protesting literally in the streets with other people against Trump Tower. 
She dabbed at a protest. She wore a shirt that said, this pussy grabs back. And she also wore another shirt that said, um, we should all be feminists or everyone should be feminists. Fire. So, Killing it. She's um, fucking badass. She's just the epitome of everything that I aspire to be forever. And I want to end it. Um, unless you can think of anything, but I want to end it with Fenty Beauty because it's literally changing the makeup game forever. It is. That's all I see is people talking about it. Yeah. And I, I'm still waiting for my stunna lip paint, but I'm excited for it to get here. So this wraps up our first set of lists. Um, our legit list. Our, our legit list. Um, stay tuned next week for our second set of lists. Our legit list. Second set of legit lists. <laughs> yes. All there right. you go. This is your boy Wilson. <laughs> you can find me at WZ Happening, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Catlin Design. See ya. See ya. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs>